Welcome to Paul Data Soulmate Relationship Talk. I'm your host, Entriana E. Stone, the love advocate. Tune in weekly on Wednesday for our new episode. And don't forget to invite a friend. This week's episode, I will be continuing to narrate from the book, Poll Date or Soulmate, Volume 2, Man in Blue. Thank you for listening. Esther had planned to drive over to Manhattan to shop for a party dress for her birthday celebration. She knew there were more boutiques there than in her area, and she had not wanted to spend thousands of dollars as she'd done at Vashti's Boutique and Saks Fifth Avenue. Finally, the barrister called Esther's name for her iced latte, and she grabbed it before exiting the coffee shop. Esther was only a few miles away from home, and instead of rushing to get there, she decided to sit at a nearby table and take in the scenery. It was a beautiful day outside, Though there wasn't much to look at other than the birds in the air, a few blooming flowers, and people going in and out of Starbucks. The table's location gave her a clear view to the main street that led to the bridge. As she settled into her seat, she noticed a tow truck that was hauling the crumbled remains of a yellow vehicle. Her chair screeched as she stood up abruptly knocking over her coffee in front of her. When she'd heard the people in the coffee shop talking about an accident, she'd never imagined it'd be someone she knew. She grabbed her forehead in disbelief. Oh my gosh, I hope Vashti's okay. The yellow sports car was easily recognizable. Esther had never seen one like it, and she'd never forget its distinct color. Esther immediately dialed Vashti's number, but there was no answer. She didn't have anyone else's number other than Valerie's, so that is who she called. Esther, did you hear? Vashti was in an accident and had to be airlifted by helicopter off the George Washington Bridge. Valerie rushed through the words on the other end of the line even before Esther had finished saying, Hello. No, she exclaimed. I can't believe this is happening. That is why I was calling you. I just saw a tow truck drive by with a yellow sports car on the bed and I just knew it was hers. She stared aghast at the busy street, the tow truck now out of sight. She was numb with shock and couldn't even shed a tear. Shh, Esther, it'll be all right. Valerie confronted her as she watched her TV in the background where a news report talked about the accident. She listened for the name of the hospital that they would be taken to. They both held the phone for several minutes in silence. Upon hanging up, Esther left the complex, leaving the mess of her coffee behind. She didn't have time to worry about that now. Needed to know more. Was Vashti okay? Her phone rang. It was Valerie. What did you find out? 
She gnawed on her lip as she waited in anticipation for Valerie's response. She was taken to a hospital nearby in Jersey City. Would you like to go with me? Esther, I would love to, but... But what? I'm not sure she'll want to see me. Hell, we don't even know if she's alive. Come with me and let's find out. It is time to put the BS behind us and move forward. You act like you slept with her man or something. Esther, I have. (gasps) Esther paused halfway in her car, one foot still on the pavement. Did she want to know? Was it even her business? She took a deep breath. Lord, how am I going to get through this? Before she can ask Valerie to repeat herself, her friend blurted out the story. Esther, that is why I stopped working for Vashti. I used to stay late at night and John would always come by to make sure the store was locked. Well... One evening, I couldn't help myself. He was dressed in a white button-down collared shirt. He smelled good, and you already know he's muscular and handsome. The lights were low while I was in the back clearing out a fitting room, and he stretched his arms over the doorway and blocked me from passing through. It happened so fast, all of it. Vashti always appeared to be happy, and I'll admit, I wanted some of her happiness. She talked constantly about John, how good he was to her, the things he'd done for her, and the places they were planning to go. I didn't have that. After that, John and I would meet regularly at the boutique. He would always find out from Vashti when I would work late. I betrayed her. How could you betray Vashti like that? You knew they were involved. How long did this go on? Esther had so many questions, even though none of them were really important right now. During the time he was with Vashti, up until he was diagnosed with cancer, we met a few times after his treatments were done, but it wasn't the same. He couldn't hold an erection because of all the medication they'd had him on. But I knew before then that there wasn't going to be a future for us. I guess you can say I share a lot more of my mom's DNA than I thought I did. There was a pause on the other end of the line as Valerie took a deep breath. I regret it. I only wanted the life she was living. It seemed like all she talked about was John, John, John. I wanted what she had. She let out a laugh, but it had no humor in it. Hell, I even attended John's bachelor's party. Did you know that? He had four of his closest friends there that night. It was during a time when I needed money and I was only working part-time for Vashti. But instead of collecting a paycheck, I had fun with John and his friends. He asked me to join him and his friends for a single night of fun. It was something I'd always wanted to do at least once. Her voice sounded tired and Esther listened 
quietly to her story. I didn't think of the outcome, Esther. She paused. They took turns one by one. One of John's friends was really rough. I had bruises on my back and neck and a bite mark on my stomach. Her voice shook on the other end of the line as she began to weep. John heard me screaming and came to my rescue. The guy had bitten me so hard it broke the skin and I screamed, Esther. Oh, Valerie. Esther didn't know what to say. She can only imagine how frightened her friend must have been. Whatever choices Valerie had made, she didn't deserve what had happened to her. Surely she must have been so frightened. John was curious. I can still hear him shouting, What the hell is wrong with you? He asked his friend to leave, and he was very apologetic. He kept saying over and over how sorry he was. But I just laid there feeling worthless, she sniffled. Do you know what he said as he was leaving? John's friend, what he said to me? He said I was nothing but another whore waiting to be screwed. He branded me with his B-I-T-C-H bite. So that every time I saw it, I'll be reminded of it. And I have been every day. Valerie, what happened wasn't your fault. Maybe your choices weren't right, but that doesn't give that man the right to harm you. He made that choice. You didn't ask him to do it or give him permission. What he did doesn't make you less. Maybe, but I can't face Vashti. And I'm sure I'd be the last person she wants to wake up and see. Esther was a guest at what had happened to Valerie. Her stomach turned and eyes watered as she listened and felt Valerie's pain. She'd carried this burden for so long. One evening... After John's cancer treatment, Vashte caught us at the boutique. I can still see her face and hear the sound of her voice as she realized we betrayed her. She left John, fired me, and closed the dress boutique. Shortly afterward, I started the online relationship with Ralph. He caught me at a vulnerable moment, Valerie explained. Esther held the phone in silence. Rather than questioning Valerie any further, she needed to confront her. Look, Valerie, we have a lot in common. We were both tricked by these men, and we both made mistakes we wish we could take back. But now isn't the time to cry over spilled milk. Vashti needs our support, and we need to set our differences aside, move forward. Please, meet me at the hospital. Esther understood how it felt to want to belong and get along with someone, especially the one you loved. Her memory danced back to her and Daniel, recalling a time in their marriage when she'd agreed to an open marriage. She would have done anything to keep her husband. He'd wanted more from her. He wanted twice what she'd been able to give to him. 
Daniel was the kind of man who could talk you right out of your skin. She didn't understand what more he wanted from her. Not until Daniel asked her to accompany him with another woman in bed. He wanted to have a threesome. It was tough for her to watch her husband and another woman go at it, lusting after one another. When Esther's turn came to join them, he would always get rough as he penetrated her. The deeper he penetrated, the harder the slaps. From the corner of her eyes, she'd seen the other woman's concern. As Daniel's grunts grew louder than the slaps as he came, Esther recalled reaching out and grabbing his hand. He hadn't had enough strength left to restrain her. She'd forced him over onto his side and then she slipped away to the bathroom. She'd locked the door as she wept. She recalled looking into the mirror at the hand marks left from Daniel's aggression. She could imagine how Valerie felt every time she looked at that bite mark left on her body. How painful and disgusting it must have felt. She hoped Valerie had gotten a tetanus shot, or better yet, she should have that man arrested. Esther struggled with how long she piecemealed her marriage together and was glad as hell to be out of that mud hole. She couldn't have tried so hard to prolong what obviously wasn't working. What had she been thinking? Now that she was out, she could do whatever she wanted. The threesome should have been her first sign to run, but she'd chosen to stay in her marriage instead. Will Valerie be at the hospital when Esther arrives? What condition will Vashti be in? And will Esther continue with plans to celebrate her birthday? Tune in next week as the story of Man in Blue, Volume 2 of Poll Data Soulmate continues. Don't forget to leave your feedback on PoleDateOrSoulmate.com or message me on Anchor.fm and receive a signed copy of the book. Or for your reading pleasure, purchase the book online at Amazon.com. I thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend. And remember, seek peace, joy, and love.